Thank you for checking out the Thang Podcast brought to you by Nissan. If you could, could you drop us a rating or a review? We would really appreciate it. You're sitting there listening. Just take the extra two seconds. Okay, begging over. From the top of Morning Thang Mountain, transmitting across Virginia and around the world, the K92 Morning Thang. Oh, I wish she was here so she could hear the words that are about to come out of my mouth. Oh, I want to hear those words then. Oh, you'll get to hear them. Okay. You will, because this is your K92 Morning Thing. We live. We knew Monica Brooks is off today. <laughs> what? You have to rub it in like that. Exactly. Because you're off today. Right? <laughs> Jeez. She's probably just laying in her bed, just listening to us, just smiling. Yeah, and you know what? That would be the irony because she should just be asleep. Like, she shouldn't be laying there listening. But no, she would. She she would do that. Yep. If you're listening right now, Monica, <laughs> we hear you. <laughs> and I am here to inform you that I had soup for dinner last <gasps> night. Are you okay? No, I'm not okay because it was as underwhelming as it always is. You know, it's just... But are you sick? Like, do you need to go to the emergency room? <laughs> Should I call somebody? Do you have the coronavirus? Yeah, Should you like, go why home? are you eating soup? Did you fill out your questionnaire this morning? What is going on? Now, I don't know. It, it seemed like a good idea. It was kind of cold and rainy. And soup is, I want to like soup. And we've had this conversation before, if you've missed it, is uh, Antoine and I firmly believe that soup, while not bad. Yeah, it's not terrible. Is just not uh, it's not great. It's, it's not, not complete. It's not complete. That's no. what it is. It's not enough. There's something about it that is incomplete. It is, uh, it's missing. When you were in college, you'd get that I. You know, you got, uh-huh. I, you, I don't know, you had a mono or something. So you got it incomplete in class. That's what it feels like because you want to like it and you say, oh, it's healthy and it's wonderful and it's soothing and warm on the soul. I really feel full though. Because you deserve more than soup. And why? And see, I disagree with your premise because you said it was cold and it was rainy. So, therefore, you had soup to kind of match it. Yeah. No, you need to improve it. That's Mm. the day where you need to have a good old ribeye or something like that. Yeah. You need to improve what's going on outside. The challenge there is not all of us are metabolism boy like Antoine is and can just do whatever it is he pleases, eat a ribeye a day and lose six pounds at the end of the week. That happens. Yeah. So, you know. I want to be like you. God won't let me be like you. So that's the problem. So I I try to do the right thing. And also, if you're someone who prepares the food in the house, soup is very easy because it's like, hey, I got some stuff. I got a pot there. That's true. Ta-da, food is done. You know, and you... And and you can just call it a day. But it's just, again, you get to the end and think, man, I remember on Saturday night when we had pizza. That was was better. That was better than this. So how (laughs) soon, how soon after you had your soup did you regret having soup? I was regretting it while I was making it because I knew we were going to have this conversation. Well, I was regretting it too because I thought to myself, you know what? If I eat this soup and it's very filling, then I'm going to have to pay the piper on the other side for that one anyway. (laughs) And Monica will be laughing at me or I'm going to have this side. Well, good thing that wasn't the case. Yeah. I'm glad that you are unhappy with your soup. Well, I have terrible news to put forward. Here oh, too no. is that um, apparently I did a really good job on this soup because my wife was a big fan and the kids. Maybe it's soup is um, maybe it's lady water. Is that what it is? <laughs> lady water. Because well, women seem to very much enjoy soup. Women it's, do enjoy soup, right? It's delicious. It's filling to them. My wife is always. I, I'm going to run out and get some soup for lunch. Like I, I've never, I've never had a guy friend say that to me unless it was. 
I think I have the flu. I'm going to go out and get some I'm going to try to get ahead of this. Right, exactly. That's <laughs> all it is. But uh, this is, uh, you know, they do soup for enjoyment. So maybe we should re- rebrand it as loop. Lady soup. Lady soup. Right. It's loop. I like lady water. Lady. Let's just go with lady water. <laughs> lady water. It's wonderful. Ah, yes. From the magical cleansing lady water. I'm okay with that. Ah, yeah. So she said, uh, so we have leftovers. I mean, is this for dinner again tomorrow? I guess. You should have poured it down the drain. You made too much. At least I don't have to make dinner. Look at it that way. Yeah, but you're having soup again on a Tuesday. I'll just get Burger King for lunch or something. (laughs) Go big early. (laughs) Exactly. Terrible idea right here. The K92 Morning Thanks Diamond of the Day. Now, crayons. Yes. I've heard of them. They are non-toxic. So you, you can draw with a crayon, and if your kid decides to put the thing in his mouth and eat it, ain't going to die. Exactly. But it's not um, food either. Yeah, it's, but neither is soup, but you eat that. Well, also true. Yes, that's right. It's uh, And soup may or may not be non-toxic. I'm not sure. <laughs> We're not sure. Check on that. But uh, here's a brand new business. Who wants ready-to-eat crayons? So... There's going to actually have a flavor They're edible. attached to them. These are edible crayons. This guy's a former Marine, and he decided to come up with these crayons because uh, sometimes Marines are referred to as crayon eaters, so he thought it would be fun to put it together. But they're okay. regular they're crayons that you can draw with, and then you can eat them. And that, to me, seems like a terrible idea because I, we don't need to encourage children to eat their toys. And at what point do you eat the crayons? Because it seems like it's kind of a waste. I don't want my crayons to be a one-time use. Right. And you know what will happen with every child on earth, because I know children and they don't care about any sort of rational thought whatsoever, is your kid is going to decide that, like, the blue crayon or the red crayon is the one that tastes the best. Yes. And those are the only ones they want. So you're going to be left with a bunch of yellows, which is the useless crayon in the box anyway. Yeah, it's just for the sun. That's the only time you're using yellow (sighs) is for the sun. Because it's so light. It's not strong enough. It doesn't get on the paper. And you do it for the sun a little bit, but otherwise, the yellow is useless or any of the like really light tan tan who needs a tan crayon well and to go back to your thing like the kids gonna love like the red and the blue and maybe a couple of like the green they're not even going to want to color with them so in essence they're not crayons anymore they're snacks right you might as well just hand them a tootsie roll and tell them to draw with exactly. it exactly you know? <laughs> Because you can draw with a tootsie roll. You drool on it a little bit, get a little wet. Mm-hmm. You can draw mud and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So this I, I, this seems like a, it sets itself up for that precedent. And then, of course, come up. Ain't no kid. If there is a kid that is willing to eat crayons, he or she is not smart enough to distinguish between the edible crayons and the regular crayons, the non-toxic crayons. It's going to be a buffet. And, you know, I, I'm, I, I don't mean this personally. Okay. But if... Military, people in the military, Mm -hmm. if they're already being joked at as crayon eaters, to come up with this (laughs) idea, which isn't the best of ideas, you're not really getting rid of that myth. It's like when you called kids paste eaters. You don't want to make it into frosting. Yes, because then they're paste eaters. (laughs) I am a paste eater, and I love it. Yes. Uh, So, yeah, they're, um, let's see, they're raising like $75,000 on a GoFundMe to fund this business project. Because I'm also interested, because I haven't bought crayons in a while, but Mm. I imagine they're still kind of expensive. 
Oh, yeah. When you get yep. the big box, so how much are the edible ones going to cost? I feel like they question. have to be double if you can color and eat with them. Right. And then they're gone and you got to buy more of them right away, which just seems ridiculous. Yeah, crayons are the most annoying thing to have to deal with with children because they break them, they lose the good ones. Oh, yeah. Right. And then you're left with this box that has tan. You got tan, you got flesh, you got yellow. White. And white. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's like a really light green that doesn't work for anything either. All those stupid crayons and they're broken in half and thrown back in there in every direction. I was always a color pencil guy. You were? I was. I was that student to be like, um... Miss Reynolds, do you have any more color pencils? My crayons don't work. That's what I would say. Yeah. My crayons don't work. Well, Antoine, I can tell you because you don't have children, but uh, the looking at my own children, they're not necessarily crayon people or colored pencil people. They're Fortnite people now. They just they don't even care. They don't even so, care yes. to color. <laughs> they'll watch. They'll watch a crayon on YouTube. Draw you something else. It'll be perfect. How do you sound smart when you go do stuff today? You bite off stories like these. <laughs> That's what it is. Your own. Say you did the research. Who cares? Science. Science was meant to be stolen. Yes. That's what we do in the week in nerd news here on the K92 Morning Fang. Clear wood. Weird. Clear wood. So like translucent. Like I can see through it. Yeah, sounds like a, a superhero. I'm translucent. Wood. It is from the boys. I know. <laughs> exactly. I, I knew you'd pick up on it. That's why it sounds like a superhero, because it kind of is. Science is weird, man. It's like science. it's like cool and freaky all at the same time. So scientists have developed transparent wood. It's wood, but it looked like glass. Look at that, Antoine. That's wood. See, there's no way I would walk on that or lean against that because it feels if it looks like glass, it feels like glass yeah. in my head. And all they did, because wood, here's your nerd portion real fast. Wood's made up of two basic ingredients, cellulose and some bunch of little uh, thing called lignans. Those yeah, you bombs. know. You know lignans. Yeah, lignan. The thingamabobs. Mm-hmm. It's a cousin. My cousin lignan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know him. Uh, and they figured out, these scientists, all they did was they brushed a solution of hydrogen peroxide. Ordinary paintbrush. I mean, this is like regular stuff. And they left it in the sun for about an hour and... Then you could see through it. I mean, it's 90% transparent. It's almost like glass looking through. But it still has the strength of regular wood, right? Yes. So they say it's lighter than glass. It insulates better. And it doesn't break as easily. So they're saying they could make windows out of this. Like wood windows. Okay. I like that. See, the first thing I was thinking of like a wood floor, like a hardwood floor. But a window, yeah. I would be open to that. Well, it's saying you could build a whole house out of it. Well, no, because I, I would not feel comfortable walking on it. You don't want to? Well, no. Well, what about just having your whole house? It's just clear. Like your whole your neighbors can see you all the time. No, that doesn't that that doesn't work for me. <sighs> like a window, though. I'll do a window. There's a wooden window, and you could tap on it. Exactly. It'd be so weird. But nobody could throw anything in, and yeah, I would like that. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's science for you. Science! Enjoy. All right, so Zach, as a kid, you used to collect trading cards, correct? I was a baseball card guy for a long time, and I was also a garbage pail kid. I liked the garbage pail Okay, kids. well, the NBA has moved on from trading cards. Okay. And they have moved to trading highlights. And this is a bigger business than trading cards. Trading highlights. You can now purchase NBA Top Shot. They will create a highlight. They have highlights created that uh-huh. people will then purchase. You own it virtually, like with the cryptocurrency and things like that. Sure. And people are buying and trading 
highlights of like LeBron James, Zion Williamson, because only so many of these highlights are being made. So I'm about to show Zach right now for everybody listening. So these are just regular highlights from a real basketball game? Yes. Okay. So it's LeBron James shooting a three-pointer. And uh-huh. before the shot goes in, he turns around and celebrates with his teammates. Okay. You can buy that right now. The lowest asking price is $1,469. What? The highest asking price is $250,000 for just that a, highlight. It's a video clip. Like, it's on YouTube, right? Yes, but you would own that. Kind of like you would own the trading cards. So I guess if it was on YouTube, I could get the money for it, I suppose. I I think you own that highlight at that point. You and like the three other people in the world that have that highlight, you own it now because it's by the NBA. Okay. And so they sell it to you. So I guess, you know, when they see those, they see those things, they say, uh, the copies may not be distributed or disseminated without the express written consent of Antoine. Yes. Like it's going to be in there instead. Like you, it's the express written consent of you. Cause you're going to buy that. And it has the same appeal of having like a Ken Griffey rookie card. You have this Zion Williamson highlight from his rookie year that nobody else has. That makes no sense to me None. at all. But None. they are but they are selling for $20,000, $71,000. A LeBron James dunk went for $225,000. Like who did he buy it? I no, mean, he did oh, not. Geez. He did not and then they're trading it and everything. This it's is just bizarre. It, it's the same thing that you would have thought with trading oh. cards when it first came out how like I just want a picture of somebody. No, actually it, it's different is it's very similar to what you said cryptocurrency like Bitcoin. Because it makes no sense at all. And you think, they basically said, hey, this is like money, but it's not. And it'll go up in value. Give me money for it. And you think, the heck you talking uh-huh. about? And then meanwhile, Bitcoin is worth, I don't know, 50 billion garmunulas or whatever they're called now. Coins. It's just bitties. It's crazy to think about where we are now yeah. to where you can trade another person's highlight. Like you own that highlight. Right. I can tell LeBron, like, I own you. Yeah, I own this moment. Yep. I own this moment in history. You this don't belongs own this to moment. me. So, so if I buy that highlight and LeBron tweeted it out of himself, I could sue him because he used my highlight without buying it from me. I think there may be a little bit more legality to it, but in theory. But I in own theory, it. In theory. He in can't theory. be using it for free. So this one, and some, so of, some of cheap, like this one's only 3800 it's only three thousand eight hundred dollars. It's a LeBron James dunk. He's just dunking over somebody. All right, how about like for five dollars? Can I get a quick glimpse of LeBron looking confused? You know, just something like that. Oh, like, in a timeout. Like, yeah, just that's all I need. <laughs> just any. I can't afford any of these. Give me a moment where he was just leaving at the end of the game. LeBron gets fouled out. You know, whatever there it is. Go. Technology. Yeah, just, yeah, Ten dollars. That's, that's all I'm looking for. That's so weird. And you know, here we are. I, I should save this. Because probably 10 years from now, when all of these things are worth a million dollars and they just make total sense. We're here judging them. We'll sit here and sound like idiots. This will be like that clip of the Today Show going, the internet? What is the internet? What is that thing? Email? Is that like (laughs) regular mail? That's going to be us. The K92 Morning Thing has the... Dupla. You always heard about Stockholm Syndrome when you were a kid. You could yes. be in a movie or a TV show. And, and you start to, it's like when you're being kidnapped, and you start to sympathize with your kidnappers. Right, right. The hostages fall uh-huh. in love with the hostage takers and all that stuff. And I believe since we were taken hostage by the coronavirus, now we're falling in love with this thing. Because there are people that are now saying, this. Uh, 53% of people say they'll miss certain aspects of being on lockdown and quarantine. 
What what aspects are there? Cause I'm, I mean, I'm sure there may be one or two that I'm not thinking about. I, you know, it's probably uh, one for uh, that's a good example is you really you have no obligation to go to anything. So you want to get out of any family function? Dude, can't Rona, you know, yeah, that kind of thing. That's true, because then I don't have to cancel plans because we just can't make them. Exactly. <laughs> that does feel good. So a, a good, solid introvert. This is their jam, baby. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I would love for us to do something. Oh, man, I'm totally, you know, COVID. <laughs> Sorry, there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah, 8% of people said they'll miss a lot about this time. Well, I think, you know, having to put real clothes on every single day. Yeah. You're not going to miss that. I'm guessing the 8%, those are the people that are working from home that are doing about 45 minutes a week of work. That's them. That's, okay. yeah. I, I'm jealous of them. Yeah, but I'm not sad for them to come back. Oh, yeah, not at all. I can't wait to be like, hey, Charles. Good to see you, Charles. Ruin their day. Make them sit in regular meetings. Speaking of, uh, there's a scientist at Stanford that has a theory about why Zoom calls feel so exhausting. Have you been on, like, one for work and you just think, ugh. But in theory, you should think, well, this is less exhausting. You don't have to go into a room. You're in wherever it is you are. Uh, He says it's because they're too intimate. They trigger the parts of our brain that make us either want to fight or mate. And that's stressful. So because they're so intimate, because like we're staring at each other. Yeah, because you're just so focused and direct eye gaze, seeing people's faces close up. That's a natural. I mean, you think about with animals, like two animals that stare at each other's faces. They want to either bite each other's faces off or do some other things. Right. So think about that the next time you're in a Zoom meeting. Do they want to fight you or the other? Just think about it. Oh, and and when you think about it, like in an actual meeting, like an in-person meeting, you can tell who has their eyes on you. In a Mm -hmm. Zoom, you don't know who's looking at you, so you automatically feel that everybody is looking at you the entire time. Yep. I appreciate Antoine and I had to sit in on a Zoom meeting the other day, and I was home. I mean, it was my hours later on, and I was getting flack for sitting on my couch. Oh, look at you sitting on your couch all comfortable. Like, what am I supposed to be doing? You were really relaxed. Like, you were sitting on the couch. You had a little slouch to you, and you had your arm draped over the back of the couch. Like, you were I'm sorry. I'll cram into a stupid you were desk and whatever. <laughs> it would be more comfortable than in this meeting in the first place. Speaking of, come to the Anger Diary. Stop abusing Fridays. It might get touched on in there as well. 710 on that. Now, on the flip side, the top sounds we miss hearing because of the coronavirus, and Antoine, I believe number two speaks to you, uh-huh. is that surround sound at the movie theater. Oh, yes. That I'm going to get goosebumps. The, the first time I go back to the movie theaters and hear that, I'm going to get goosebumps. Yep. I'm excited. And it'll be for uh, so, like a terrible movie. Oh, it's going to be terrible. It doesn't matter, Zach. I just want the sound. Yep. Well, Home Alone 5. <laughs> Whatever. I don't care. Uh, it's a live music is one. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm definitely excited about that. Uh, hearing a huge crowd cheering in person. Oh, man. I'm not sure if I'm excited, but that one's still going to make me uneasy. I'm going to hear that crowd. Make some noise. Woo! Too much noise. All right, bring it back down. No, no more yelling. I don't know what's going on. All right, here. put your mask back on. Put yeah, your mask back on. What y'all doing? Come on. <laughs> K92 Morning Thang, trending top three, number three. Supposed to eat your fruits and vegetables. You know, you got to eat your fruits and vegetables. It's very important. Well, science has weighed in. Science. That it is, in fact, important. You're supposed to eat your fruits and vegetables. And they followed, this is, I mean, this is a big study. Eating habits of more than 100,000 people for 30 years. I'd say that classifies as research. There's enough data to prove their theory. So if you eat at least five servings of fruits and vegetables every day, you live longer. But you don't have to eat more than five. They said anything more than five is overkill. It doesn't matter after that. So you can pretty much get that in one meal. I suppose. You could probably start your day with you, just fruits and vegetables. If you ate a big salad, 
I mean, that should tackle most of the things. They say the ideal mix is three vegetables, two fruits, and juice don't count, and none of the fake vegetables count either. So no corn, peas, or potatoes because they're all too starchy. But those are real vegetables. No, they're too starchy. They they come from the ground. Yeah, but... They're vegetables. I don't know. Lots of things come from there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so you, but you need the ones that aren't as starchy. You okay. want, like the greens, the leafy yes. greens and stuff like that. But five is the upper limit. More won't hurt, but you're, you're just wasting your time. You don't need to. Get to five. Right. So when you get to five, have all the potatoes you want, <laughs> I guess. You know, knock yourself out. Uh, only one in ten people eat that much produce a day. I definitely don't. Yeah. I think I do. I eat that big salad most days. I feel like I'm doing a pretty good job. You're probably closer yeah. to the median. But then it's always, it's more than you think it's supposed to be. They tell you you need like 75 pounds of lettuce, and that counts as a serving or whatever it is. But yeah, it does uh, lower your cancer risk, 10%. Heart disease, 12%. Respiratory disease, 35%. Overall risk of premature death by 13%. But then we still go, eh. I don't like broccoli. (laughs) What's six more years? (laughs) That's right. Number two. Well, you can go in the complete opposite direction because Reese's has created an abomination that maybe you want to have. The Reese's peanut butter cup is a a lovely vessel of food. Is it not? Perfect. Right. Perfect. They're messing with it. Regular size is absolutely perfect. I mean, I guess if you're someone who says, boy, I really love the idea of a Reese's peanut butter cup, but I really I don't like chocolate. Well, I guess there's those people. No, those people don't exist. Well, they must because they've made this for these people. There's no chocolate. There's a new Reese peanut butter cup. Ain't got no chocolate. Isn't it just peanut butter? Yes. And it's got a, a peanut shell. So it's just it's just brown on brown, man. You look this thing up. It's weird. I don't like to judge people, but I will judge you if I see you purchasing that when there's a perfect, regular Reese's cup right beside it. Well, I was thinking, you know, if there's a perfect jar of peanut butter, you could just stick a spoon into. Like, yeah, what, just eat from there like a normal person. What do you need this other thing for? This is for the combo. Why would you do that? No, 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 no. It's sort of like saying, you know what? Uh, we're going to start selling because some people like chocolate milk, but other people were going to start selling chocolate milk with the chocolate removed when you could just go buy milk. Exactly. Like that would be milk, but you don't have that. So, yeah, if you want this peanut butter, peanut butter with peanut butter. It's there. Do not put this in anybody's Easter basket. I'm going to put it in yours. Do not do it. Yeah. Yeah. No. I'm going to look on uh, online, see when Antoine's birthday is, because I forget. And I'm going to give it to him for his birthday. <laughs> yes. Number one. Oh, man. Maybe this is your moment, Antoine. Or maybe there's someone out there that feels like they have superpowers. Okay. And $250,000. You will be paid a quarter of a million dollars. All you have to do is prove that you have superpowers. Hmm. I'm trying to think right now. What superpowers do I feel I have? Metabolism, man. <laughs> That's it. Yes. <laughs> I actually have, I have a really good memory, too. Like, when I watch movies, after I watch it one time, I can pretty much quote the entire movie. Yeah, but you're not one of those people. You don't even have that memory superpower. I'm sorry to cut you down so quickly here. Why just, don't I have it? Because there's those other crazy people that have that ridiculous memory where you can say, okay, Tuesday, March 11th, 2007, go. And they say, okay, well, the weather that day was sunny, and I did this, and I did that. this doesn't say that I have to be the only one with it. I just have to claim a quarter of a million dollars before they do. Well, I know, but it says I have a superpower. You got a medium power. That's super. super. Nope. That's super. So this has gone on for years, actually. It's called the Center for Inquiry in Los Angeles. They've been running this contest. It's called the Paranormal Challenge. Rules are simple. Prove you have a superpower. You win $250,000. They say people come in all the time. 
Obviously, no one has won yet. I want all of the audition tapes. I, I, I want to watch everybody who comes in. I would watch a TV, a, a TV network that just streamed that place all day. Best reality show of all time. Oh, man. Wouldn't it be? Because they say uh, 100% of the people we've tested completely believe in their own ability. They've had some recent ones. A guy said he could project images into people's heads. I like him because he's messing with you. He's going, I can project an image into your head. Ready? Cheeseburger. See? I do see it. I see Powers. the Baconator. Hey, but can you imagine, like, there are going to be people that have, like, regular stuff, like, oh, I can dislocate my thumb, but they're going to be so passionate mm-hmm. about it. Like, I want to watch, I want to be a judge. I want to oh, be yeah. a judge. It should be a show. American Idol. Yeah, this man said he could make a top spin in strange ways on a table. They're like, all right. And really, what you, you need Monica as a judge for that one because you sit there and go, okay, now if this is a superpower, why? Yeah. <laughs> why is this super- up? Great. So you can spin a top in a weird direction. People still have cancer, didn't care nothing, you know, Mm-mm. that kind of thing. Yeah, oh, she'd be the best. Get your judge. little toy and get out of here. Man, I want to watch this show. I want to watch a show that doesn't it's exist. Call this place. But look, we don't want the money. We just want to watch. We want to watch <laughs> this whole thing. Please. Sensitive listener friends, cover your ears. The truth, according to Zach. It's time for a few more entries in Zach's Anger Diary. Dear Diary, it is time to stand up for what's right. It's time to put our foot down and say enough. This mistreatment has gone on for far too long and it must stop. One of our most beloved and cherished traditions is being mistreated, disrespected, and abused. My friends, Friday is under attack and it is time to fight back and reclaim our precious day for what it was always intended to be. The start of the weekend. And you may be thinking to yourself, Well, duh, of course we all love Friday. So why does it need to be saved? Well, I'm here to tell you that way too many of y'all don't treat Friday the way it should be treated. Every single week you disrespect Friday. And not just any Friday, my Friday. You see, diary, I am a responsible human being. So the way I go about my business is that I try to get all my work, chores, and responsibilities done as quickly and efficiently as possible during the week. I spend most of my days pretending I'm playing in a basketball game. There's 10 seconds left on the clock and I have no timeouts. I am in a hurry. My goal is to get to Friday and say, okay, I'm already pretty much done with everything. Let's bring on the weekend. Meanwhile, far too many other people do the exact opposite. They spend the entire week slacking off. Monday, they're ramping back up. Tuesday, they're just too tired. Wednesday and Thursday, they still have time. And then, all of a sudden, it's Friday, and they say, Oh no, I haven't done anything all week. (laughs) And now here they are, scrambling to get all their work done before the weekend gets here. And that would be fine if it only punished them. But it always punishes me, because now I'm being asked... Hey, um, can you do a meeting on Friday afternoon? Mm-mm. And I get screwed because here I am, done with all my stuff. So technically, yes, I can. Well, in reality, I should be able to just say, new phone, who dis, and pretend I don't speak English anymore. Diary, I cannot tell you the amount of emails I get from coworkers at 4.30 in the afternoon on a Friday asking me for stuff. What 
kind of monster does this to our lovable Friday? Why do these people hate Friday so much? Come on, dummies. Don't be lazy on a Monday. Monday stinks whether you do something or you do nothing. So just suck it up, buttercup, and get your stuff done early so we can all mail it in on Friday together. I make you this pledge. When I am king of Zach America, anybody that tries to abuse Friday like this, prison. And I mean maximum security prison with mean guards like the Shawshank guys. Hit you with billy clubs and make you cry for your mama. And you know what? You deserve it for what you did to cute little Friday. He never hurt nobody and yous was mean to him. Till next time, diary, I say goodbye. And I would like to take it one step further because you're not president of Zach America yet. That's right. King, but those, of, king of Zach King, America. I'm sorry. Yeah. But the people that don't appreciate Fridays, they don't deserve a weekend. So they need, if they hold on to all their work till Friday, mm-hmm. then they spend Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday as their weekend. Right. So they need to work on Saturday and Sunday as well. Which I think is fair, too, because Zach Merritt uh, does need people to work on the weekends. I mean, commerce happens all the exactly. time. Exactly. <laughs> so, But that's okay. Those are the people that will work on the exactly. weekend. Exactly. Because they didn't deserve the weekend in the first place. You didn't earn it. Right. You have to earn the weekend by working hard yep. Monday through Thursday. You got to earn everything. You got to earn the weekend in Zach America. Even the singer The Weeknd has to earn the weekend. Like, he, man, if he if he don't watch out, I'm going to change his name to Wednesday. Oh, don't do that. Yep. Don't change that. Yep. Hump Day? We can't have Hump Day performing at the halftime show to Super Bowl. I'm going to change his name to Sales Meeting. Like, you think about that. You want to mess around with me? I'd rather watch Law & Order. Yep. I'll change it to Zoom Conference Call. <laughs> Coming up next, a brand new song by Zoom Conference Call. The K92 Morning Things. Let's be honest. Does she tell? That's the question we have as we say good morning to Not Brittany. Hi, Not Brittany. Hi, how are you? Doing all right. Now, tell us what's going on. So we can uh, we can try to help you out. What's the situation? Okay, so I have a really close friend. We've been friends for years. And I happen to work with her husband. Okay. So he, he cheated. And it was a known fact. And she asked me for advice. Okay. So this and, is this was like years ago or something? Yeah, it was like four years ago. Okay. So he so, cheats. That is not, this is not speculation. This is fact that we're dealing with right it, it, this is yeah it was known in the office and and she knew and okay. so in the beginning i i took up for him and i you know i kind of i feel that i made a mistake as a friend because i was going through a tough divorce and i don't believe the misery loves company and I, I didn't want that to be the case with us uh-huh. i just thought you know if she could work it out then they have two kids it working it out is probably a wiser idea because if, if anyone's been divorced if you don't have to don't do it right yeah so, and, and it is one of those it's easier said than done too mm-hmm. and you say these things of oh you know i'm one strike and you're out you cheat it's all over but then you start dealing with messy realities of well we have children together and and right, you right. know maybe it was a, a a fleeting thing or whatever so you know there are second chances in life so you say but you're you're in the middle of this now and you say all right give him another chance yeah i mean he's he's a great he's a great father and he's you know, he's good at his job. There's there's a, a million great, great great qualities that make up for this, right? Okay. I, nothing makes up for it, but and that's that's why I kind of feel guilty. I I just thought if they could work it out at the time, it really felt like the right thing advice to give. Okay. So I should have told her what my mother would say, which is once a cheater, always a cheater. I should have said that, yeah. and I didn't. <laughs> you know, I I really thought you know do the right thing here, and maybe the right thing is if they can work it out. Yeah. So here we are. And it's, you know, years later and he's, I don't have 
I don't have proof, okay? And I, I don't want to say to her, hey, are you experiencing these things? And I don't have to. She's telling me on the phone. She's saying things in a roundabout way to let me know she's feeling the same way she was before. Mm. And I'm seeing it. We, it's a very small office. I'm seeing the same behaviors I saw in the past. And I know it's happening again. In my gut, I know. But, and I just but you don't know. You don't know for sure. You don't know for sure. No, I mean, no, I don't know for sure. I, I could be totally wrong. And, you know, it's funny to be in the position of before when you knew, you give the advice to stay. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm seeing this, you know, I feel like, okay, fooled me once. You know, I just, I really feel like I I need to tell her because this is now becoming a vicious cycle. <sighs> and it also makes me start to think, this, it's been four years. Did I miss something before? Was he just good at hiding it and now he's gotten sloppy again? You know? Yeah. This is why I don't like getting involved in other people's trash, Antoine. You it, know what I say about getting involved in other people's trash. It is true. If you could stay out of it, you have to stay out of it. But once you put yourself in there, so not Brittany, you've kind of put yourself in this relationship now. So yeah. so yeah. now, so now you're in a place to where you can't just Put your hands up in the air and wave them like you just don't care. Like yeah. you got, you have to keep meddling. But you, you meddled then. You got to keep meddling you now. You know exactly what's going to happen, Antoine, because she ain't got no proof. So she's going to say whatever. He's going to say, "Nah, she's psycho." And then the friend is probably going to side with the guy, whether he's doing it or not. Well, then you need to get proof. Then you need to get <sighs> on your inspe- um, Inspector Gadget. I couldn't even think of his name. <laughs> why? But why does she have to play detective? It's not her relationship. Because she's already got in the relationship this is one of those ones too where people always say you know friends i always want you to tell me the truth but do we always want everyone to tell us the truth no not always i don't know but she already told her the truth or she told her how she felt about giving him another chance so how can you how could she tell him tell her friend to give him another chance but then not tell her when She feels like something's fishy. Well, I can tell you why, Antoine, because things have evolved over the last year. And what is something that we have said over the last year over and over and over again? You have to wash your hands. You know, I say that you got to wash your hands a lot. You got to wash your hands. You got to wash your hands. So it's time to wash your hands of all of everything. We did say that. We did say that. (laughs) What else have we said this past year, Zach? We're in this together. Oh, no, you say that. No, everybody says that. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're you're in a tough predicament, but yeah, it's tough. I'm I'm not sure because I I'm saying that you've already meddled for lack of better words, mm-hmm. so you need to share that with your friend. But I get the other side. So. I, mean, I mean, she's got a professional side of this too. Of just, I guess you, I, I don't know. I I try to talk to HR as little as possible, but I'm sure there's something. Oh yeah, there. I didn't even think about that because you work with him. Uh-huh. He's the boss. Well, yeah. He's not necessarily the boss, but, but even, he's a boss. But he's just a human. Like I'm even, saying. he's a coworker. You don't want to cause drama. Brittany, at work. how good is this job? Can we find another one? <laughs> <laughs> just get out no, of here. I mean, no, it's a it's a great job, but that's the thing. I see it at work. I know. I see the phone calls. You know, he doesn't come home. She says he's not home. He doesn't go out with everyone else when we have happy mm. hour. Where is he going? Right? You know. Oh, man, why is cheating so much fun? Like it's, I, it's that's the problem. It's, I don't know. It's all dangerous and funny and whatever. It's the it's like jumping off of a cliff. I guess it's right, the but, chance of dying. Yeah, but no one jumps off. No one just <laughs> jumps off cliffs because <laughs> there's nudity involved. I exactly. Think is what it is. Oh man, yeah, Antoine, you're probably right. You're in it now, and you know what? Let this be a lesson to all y'all. Don't be in it. Don't be there. Don't be in it. No.
You, it's easy to stay out of it if you never get in it. I don't know. I don't know. It's a great. <laughs> this is your decision. You, you have to start saying with friends is, I will support you in whatever you choose to do. Call me when you figure that out. Yes. I'll be over From here. over here. The K92 Morning Things Hot List. Number three. So um, can you believe, I could not believe it's been 10 years already since this happened. It has been 10 years since Charlie Sheen had his crazy meltdown. All the winning and the tiger blood and all that stuff. I can't decide if I feel like it's been too short or if I feel like... I can't believe it's been that long. No, it's had to People can't figure me out. They can't process me. I don't expect them to. You can't process me with a normal brain. I'm there to show others how it's done. It's not really rocket science. Sorry. Fuel the magic. Fools. Trolls. Normal people. People that aren't special. People that don't have tiger blood and, you know, Adonis DNA. I am on a drug. It's called Charlie Sheen. Um, <laughs> it's not available because if you try it once, you will die. Your face will melt off and your children will weep over your exploded body. Um, too much. <laughs> That was powerful. That was my favorite one. He should be a motivational speaker. I forgot about that one. I'm on a drug. It's called Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. (laughs) Ten years. And uh, he's reflecting back on it now and saying, you know, he was out of his mind. And, uh, you know, he said there were 55 different ways for me to handle that situation. I chose number 56. (laughs) Um, It's got a new show in the works right now. And he hopes it'll make people forget about the time of his life and celebrate me again for what I actually do for a living. Because he was on such a high run, pun intended, with two and a half men. Like, he was the number one sitcom actor at that time. Yeah, dude was making like $2 million an episode, three, Man. four million. I mean, it was crazy money, and he lost all of that. He got fired from the show, and it was just, it was an epic meltdown. I, com- I couldn't realize. Like, oh my God, 10 years? Number two. See boy Will Smith talking. What do you say now? Talking about uh, politics, which he has brought up in the past. Yes, he has. Every once in a while. Yeah, it sounds like he's kind of inching down that road, though. He keeps doing what The Rock keeps doing, though. He keeps going, look, I will go into politics if you want me to. And then a couple months later, just a reminder, if you want me to. Don't you put him in the same class as The Rock, because The Rock has been declaring every four years that he's running for president. Uh Not just being into politics, but running for president to where there's a sign and he has no. I think The Rock's doing doing it as a test balloon of, well, if I put it out there one of these times and it goes really viral, then I will Then I'll jump on it. But if I don't, I'll just say, well, man, I was kidding. Yeah, Will was on Pod Save America's podcast. I absolutely have an opinion. I'm optimistic. I'm hopeful. I believe in understanding between people. I believe in the possibility of harmony. So I will certainly do my part, whether it uh, remain artistic or at some point ventures into the political arena. And but, he, without a doubt, would be the best politician in the history of politics. But He'd be the best. If you want me to. No, 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 no. Oh, my God. If he plays yeah, that music. at a campaign rally. At his inauguration. Can you vote against somebody? Like, uh-uh. can I take a vote? No, no. <laughs> you don't even want to vote for the opponent. You want to take a vote from yep, well. I do. I, I want to do both. I negative like one double. vote. Mm-hmm. It's negative one and it's plus one. <laughs> Is there like plus two for the other person? Oh, my God. Number one. Okay, where do you lay on this one? Because this is interesting. So this this has been going viral. Uh, this was posted on Reddit or something. So her she went out on three dates with this guy, and then she ended things. Said not interested. Thank you. Bye. And he texted her 
and said, it's only fair to ask for equal payment from you for the dates we went on. I paid for us each time. I'd say $35 is more than fair for your food and drinks. I think you're a fair girl. I hope you will consider reimbursing me. You never know until you ask. (laughs) You never know until you ask. Just saying. So, I mean, is he wrong? I don't think he's wrong. It's no different than when people break up and you you want your stuff back you want your gifts back right because that happens an engagement breaks off they want the ring back a marriage breaks off they want the car back whatever and it's not necessarily i don't i don't think there's any argument here there's no leg to stand up oh well we go on a date you owe me something but from a money standpoint on that respect you think okay we went out three times and i feel like most people know by the end of date one if they want to have any kind of real relationship with someone. Definitely date two. Like, you might say, okay, date one, I'm going to give him one more chance to see. Date three says to me, yes, I am interested in this individual. There's something there. So if I was this guy, I would feel a little bit used after date three. I wouldn't necessarily feel used, but I'm okay with him asking. He needs to be prepared for her to laugh in his face and block his phone number. put it on the internet. And and put it all on the internet. But there's no harm in asking. (sighs) Maybe it should be like a flip-flop. Was there a, we had a flip-flop rule in dating. A flip-flop rule? Yeah. Okay, I'm listening. I pay for date one, you pay for date two. I pay for date three, you pay for date four. Flip-flop. So you're going to go to Frankie Rollins once, and then the next date's going to be a picnic with just mm. bologna sandwiches. Well, it's just, trust me, your date two then will date three go to what state. happens for date three. <laughs> I can tell you that right. And if I don't get a good vibe, the relationship's not continuing. We're just we're going to uh, old people happy hour for liver and onions just to make Zoom sure. Zoom is free. You could do that. Zoom day was, three Zoom. Right. I'd be like day three was a Zoom. I paid for the <laughs> Zoom premium membership. What are you talking about? But they bought a bowl for thirty five dollars at a yard sale. Now what's it worth? Mind blown. Blow your mind. Here on the thing. Odd delivery driver requests. Yeah, because that tip is very important. So if, you know, there's a request made to you as the delivery driver, you're probably going to follow through with it. I guess, you know, and, and I get it. You want to get a tip and you want to do what the person says, but are they unreasonable requests becomes well, the other question. Well, Zach, let me know if you think that this request is unreasonable. Okay. So a woman, she calls a store, a restaurant, and she orders a tea. And not just a regular tea, but it's like that tea that has like the little fruits and stuff in it. I can't. Boba tea. Yes, uh-huh. a boba tea. Uh-huh. And she requested that it be delivered, but not to her house. She requested that it be delivered to her ex-boyfriend's house. And when the driver gets there to throw the tea on her ex-boyfriend. Okay, no, he can't do that or she can't do that. No. Zach. Yeah. The delivery driver picked up the tea, went to the ex-boyfriend who actually wasn't at his house. He was out in a public area. <laughs> And he threw the tea on the driver. I mean, on the ex-boyfriend. You better get a good tip for that. She said that she gave him double the amount that the item cost as a tip if he would fulfill her request. So $10? Yes. I'm not doing it for $10. (laughs) Would you do that for $10? I mean, you could. That is assault. If you want to go by letter of the law, he assaulted someone else with a boba tea. But did he assault if he was following directions? Yes. He was an accessory. She said that. Accessory. And what she put in the comments was, no need to be nice to him. Just slash the drink on his face and walk away. Yeah, no. Have you um, you seen any of these delivery robots at all? I've heard of them, oh but I've never God. seen them. So they have them at JMU now. And it's these robots that drive stuff around. So if you're on the campus and you just say, I like a Starbucks, the robot goes to Starbucks. And the, the person just puts the coffee in the robots. I don't know. 
basket hole, whatever. <laughs> I was going to say, it wouldn't say hand. Yeah. And then the robot drives over, but I guess they're very creepy because they talk and they interact with people and stuff. Like also. on their way? Yes. Uh, my, my niece was up at JMU touring the campus. Go and Dukes. They were crossing the street. And the robot was like standing. I don't know. If, I have no idea what it looks like. But it said, <laughs> could you please? It said, could you please push the walk button? Like it was waiting for. And then when she pushed it, it said, thank you. And then whoop, went away. Weird. I would, I would be nervous to not push the walk button. I know. Like what happens if I don't fulfill their request? Zap you. Um, and, and I guess as a parent, you can you could just like send the robot to your kid's room. Hey, send Julie some cookies and the robot. I'm I'm looking at it now on YouTube it's right now. So freaky. Man. The delivery droid. Yeah, it's like a little car. Yep. Yeah. And they just put it inside, and you can control it with the app on your I t- phone. You know what's going to happen soon enough? By the time like my kids are in college, everyone's going to have their own delivery droid. Like it, they just have their own droid, and they send the, their droid to go get. They don't wait for somebody I, else's this droid. Is for linen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, he'll abuse that poor droid. He's helped it. All right, this dude, I have mixed feelings on this stuff when people go to, like, yard sales. It's yard sales in particular. Thrift shop, I get it. You go to the thrift shop. It's already crossed the barrier. It's made it out on the floor. You find something that's $5 at the thrift shop, and it's worth 100 bucks. Yeah, it's great. Yard sale, to me, I don't know. It's just so personal that you, you're really just ripping that person off a little bit. The the person that's purchasing or or the the seller the well the person so the seller so what i'm saying this guy went to a yard sale okay. in connecticut and there was a bowl and it was for sale for 35 dollars and he said you know what i have a pretty good idea that this bowl is worth more than this mm-hmm. so i'm going to take this bowl i'm gonna, yes 35 dollars thank you very much i'm going to call some people uh, the bowl is currently up for auction for a half a million dollars what hello wow yep a 15th century Ming Dynasty Chinese porcelain bowl. And he knew that it was worth something, so he took that bowl, and now he's got a $500,000 bowl for 35 bucks. But, I I mean, don't you feel bad for the person on no. the other side? See, I feel bad for why that person. Why do I person. feel bad for them? What if it was a stupid old lady and she don't know any better? Well, why did she have the bowl then? Her grandson gave it to well, her. Her grandson should have known better. I feel like you should at least... Share a little bit. No, right? as somebody who spent a lot of Saturday mornings with my mother and my godmother at yard sales, I want every penny that I can get. Oh my god, and they all do. This is why I don't do yard sales. The last time I stupidly participated in my neighborhood yard sale, I had I did something for a dollar, a dollar, one dollar. Will you take seventy five cents? Will you get off my lawn? Exactly. Like no, I'm you not, got a barter. No, I am not giving you a twenty five cent change. That's not happening. One dollar or get out of here. I've um, spent so much time there. It's it's PTSD. Yeah. It's PT- just take it. I'm giving it away for free. If I do a yard sale, chances are I'm not even expecting you to pay for anything. Yeah. Just come pick it up off the table. I do a yard sale all the time. It's called the dump or the goodwill. I just <laughs> dump them so all you have out. a drop-off location. I do. There exactly. It's a, it's a DIY yard sale. Here you go. Thank you very much. The K92 Morning Thing. Hear more at K92Radio.com.